Hello, beautiful and lovely people, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Cross Yas podcast, the Cross Dressers podcast, the podcast where we celebrate the joy of cross dressing. Happy New Yas, by the way, and I hope your New Year's celebrations went well. It's 2019, a brand new year, so what better way to ring the new year than with a brand new podcast? Hi, guys, my name is Giselle Mirasol, and I'll be your gorgeous and most gracious host into this wonderful world of cross-dressing. So this is like my first ever podcast, but please bear with me and expect some slight hiccups as I try my best to navigate introducing cross-dressing via this podcast medium. You should also expect a new episode from me at least once a week where I discuss some cross-dressing related topic. I will offer more insight into this fascinating world with each new episode and along the way help clear up many of the misconceptions surrounding cross-dressing. Please note, I don't consider myself a cross-dressing guru by like any means, nor am I a doctor or clinician that specializes in gender identity or gender dysphoria issues, so I do apologize in advance if I don't have all the answers to your questions. I'm just a male cross-dresser sharing my own cross-dressing experiences, hopefully demonstrating how awesome it is to be a cross-dresser. For those who do have specific medical questions, I highly recommend seeking a board certified doctor or therapist because they're the ones who can legally and safely provide medical help. I will do the best I can though to provide information with regards to cross-dressing, but that's all I can do. If you need medical attention, please find it elsewhere. As a male cross-dresser who loves to talk about what I know, many of the cross-dressing topics on this podcast will primarily focus on men who cross-dress, more specifically heterosexual cisgendered men. So unless specified otherwise, when I use the word man, I'm usually referring to a cisgendered man. And when I say woman, think of a cisgendered woman. For those who are unsure of what cisgendered means, it's essentially a term for those men or women with a gender identity that matches their sex given at birth. You may hear me use more unfamiliar terminology in this podcast, but don't worry. I will define them as we go along. And don't fret if you already feel lost or cannot relate. I promise there will be lots of content in this podcast for anyone to enjoy and learn from as well. And since this is the first ever episode of the Cross Yas podcast, the Cross Dresses podcast, it's probably best I start with a brief intro into cross-dressing with a basic who, what, why, and how. I'll also offer some background information about myself and my own relationship with cross-dressing, and then finally share what my vision is for this podcast. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey guys, just want to talk about Anchor real quick. You know, I love Anchor so much. They've helped me so much with this podcast. It's free, and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Really, guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead and go to it. It's great. So let's start by defining what cross-dressing actually means, shall we? A brief search online brings us to the Merriam Dictionary defining cross-dressing as the act of dressing an entire design for the opposite sex. So does that mean cross-dressers just put on clothes they're not supposed to be wearing? Well, sorta, but not quite. There's definitely more to it than that. 
because what differentiates a cross-dresser from someone who just merely puts on clothes meant for the opposite sex, I believe, is intent. Cross-dressers, at least like myself, have many reasons as to why we cross-dress. I will venture into some of those reasons later, but if you want to give the most basic, mundane description of a cross-dresser, then fine. Cross-dressers are those that wear clothes they're not supposed to be wearing. <sighs> and who is considered a cross-dresser? With a generic definition like cross-dressers wear clothes they're not supposed to be wearing, it appears anyone can be a cross-dresser, which is true. You just have to consider current social constructs and social norms in which that cross-dresser resides. Take pants and shoes, for example. Pants and shoes have been around forever. Both men and women wear them. Societal norms today, at least in Western civilizations, suggest that women wearing pants with high heels is a socially acceptable thing to do. But flip the script, put a man in a similar pair of pants with high heels in today's society, and what do you get? A weird anomaly. A man in pants with high heels in present day would seem out of place and downright odd to the average person. But to a crossdresser, pants with high heels with a right color combo and a cute top can look pretty damn fierce. Side note, do people still say fierce? Fierce as in, yes, you're looking fierce. Sorry. I'm not well versed in what people say today about fashion, so forgive me if my lingo is a tad dated. So then why do crossdressers choose to crossdress? Probably the toughest one to answer because there isn't a single answer as to why. I cannot speak for all cross-dressers and say definitively that this is why we all wear clothes of the opposite sex, but I can offer my own reasons as to why I cross-dress. First and foremost, cross-dressing allows me to express myself in ways that I cannot when dressed as a man. I feel free and relaxed when I am Giselle. I can wear makeup, put on a beautiful dress, put on some heels and feel pretty. I can't say the same thing as dressed as a guy. Something maybe only other crossdressers understand, and hopefully many of those crossdressers can attest to, but nothing beats that feeling of being able to look at yourself in the mirror and know you're cute in whatever dress, bra, panties, pantyhose, heels you're wearing. When I put in all the effort to put on makeup, buy that dress and wear those heels, it's fun to admire that hard work in the mirror. Hell, it's why we take so many damn selfies when we crossdress. It's like, damn, who's that sexy beast? Oh, it's me. Also, have you tried any form of women's clothing? If you haven't, what the hell are you waiting for? Women have so many more options in clothes than men do. I find clothes that are meant for women more appealing because they're more comfortable than traditional men's clothing and overall feel more pleasant on my body. Clothes currently designed for women come in a variety of textures as well, from satin to lace to silk and even leather. Sure, some men's clothing come in these types of fabrics, but I feel men's clothing is so limited. They're so boring and dull. There's so much variety for women like blouses, shirts, skirts, pants, panties, midriffs, dresses, cardigans, and you see where I'm going with this. For some reason, men's clothing to me is just polos and khaki pants. They serve a purpose, sure, but does it have to be so bland? Not all clothes designed for women are comfortable though, like thongs for example. <laughs> Remember how thongs were big in the 90s and early 2000s? Well, at least in the United States they were. Even the hit song deceptively called Thong Song by Cisco glorified these undergarments. When I first started dressing up, I recall how Victoria's Secret models and the other beautiful women on TV and magazines would wear thongs as a form of sex appeal. Showcase beauty and femininity and I was like, yeah, I can't wait to wear a thong so I can be as pretty as those ladies. Boy, was I young and naive. Do you realize how non-practical it is for men to wear these? Hell, they're even uncomfortable for some women. But let's analyze the thong for a minute when a man wears one. I would know I have experience. First, there's nowhere to put your penis. 
Yes, the front piece is meant to cover a woman's vagina, but barely conceals a man's junk. So you're left with your dick looking like a little mushroom hiding behind a thin veil. Then, underneath your penis, you have your balls dangling on both sides of the thin thong string like a failed tightrope walk. Yeah, really sexual visual, am I right? <laughs> Don't even get me started on wanting having an erection wearing a thong. That look like your penis paragliding down your butt crack as if it were jumping off a cliff towards the bottom of a dark valley. This dark valley being your ass. <laughs> but I digress. Lastly, I dress because, and this alludes to the previous point about being someone different, but it allows me to pass as someone else. What exactly does pass in this sense mean? This will be talked about in a future episode because of how important a, a topic I think it is for cross-dressers, but essentially it's like as it sounds, the ability to pass as a woman and not get spotted as a man. If you've seen my photos, I think I'd pass, but in real life, I have some work to do. There will be those cross-dressers who want to take a step further and learn to pass using a more feminine tone of voice, usually higher and in a softer octave than a man, but I simply ain't got time for that. But more power to those who do have time for that. You better work. No, seriously. You actually better work, because I tried it for a time and it's, it's actually hard work. There are other reasons people cross-dress, which include, but not limited to, sexual pleasure, practice towards transitioning, and those who do it for performance, like drag. All of these topics will be highlighted in future episodes, but for time purposes, and this being an introduction podcast, let's just leave it at that. Again, the meaning of cross-dressing is different for everyone, so I believe it goes back to intentions of the person. If you ever meet a cross-dresser, ask them, hey, what makes you want to cross-dress? Chances are, they'll give you some of the same reasons I cross-dress. Future episodes of this podcast will hopefully have other cross-dressers tell their stories, so stay tuned. At this point, you're probably wondering how does a person become a cross-dresser? Is it a choice? Is there some trigger or some innate feeling? To be honest, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows really for sure. I have tried to research and pinpoint causes of my cross-dressing, and there has been no real consensus as to why men cross-dress. There's certainly been theories circulating, such as I don't know, men cross-dress because they admire strong women. Because of that, they desire to dress and emulate those women. There's also the theory that men have a biological need to be feminine, so they try to dabble in dressing up. None of these theories have been proven, but maybe it's okay not to know why. Everyone wants to know how the sausage is made, but, you know, maybe not everyone wants the sausage. I do know that it's enjoyable, at least for me. In fact, I think it's a whole lot of fun. It's probably not a common everyday hobby for most people, but I feel great when I'm Giselle. I feel the majority of my cross-dressing is not hurting anyone, and I will continue to do so until I, you know, stop, which is probably never. So back off, all right? <laughs> Just kidding. So who am I? Well, if you already forgot my name, I am your cross-dressing host, Giselle Marisol. I recently joined the 30s Club, and I'm happy to be able to finally get this podcast running. I'm a cross-dresser that enjoys wearing dresses, I go out in public dressed as Giselle, and I even attend some of the hottest nightclubs in Las Vegas wearing what some of my friends even go as far as saying, you're a slut. Fun fact, my real name isn't Giselle. Hell, my last name isn't even Marisol. Giselle is a name one of my friend's sisters gave me when she was googling girl names that might suit me. When she said Giselle, I knew I wanted that name, and so I just added Marisol at the end for extra flavor. For work, I am professional in the medical field, and when I am not dressed, I live your normal, boring, everyday, mundane life. I am currently dating my beautiful and supportive cisgendered girlfriend who knows about my cross-dressing, and she has even gone out with me when dressed as Giselle. 
Her support has gone leaps and bounds in even the few months we've been together. She has even agreed to co-host some future episodes. I cannot wait for you guys to listen on her take on cross-dressing and her relationship with me. Helpful hint, it helps to be open-minded. Just saying, if you haven't noticed yet, I sound like a man. And, well, because I am. Like I said earlier, I ain't got time to be learning to change into a softer tone of voice when I cross-dress, but it doesn't mean that I am hating on those who do. It takes a lot of work, and again, people who take time to better themselves is a highly admirable trait. I just don't have that kind of time. Those looking to transition and go beyond cross-dressing will do that sort of thing, and it takes lots of patience in doing so. Not on them, I say. Not to say that I haven't thought about transitioning, because I had. I'll talk about more regarding the topic of transitioning in a future episode, definitely on this podcast. But when did I know I was a cross-dresser? It was probably evident when I was like 9 or 10. I first put on my aunt's hosiery, who lived with us at the time, and found a lot of pleasure when I wore it. It felt wrong, but it also just felt right. I've chatted with other crossdressers and read their stories, and it appears there's a lot of commonality between crossdressers and their first time discovering that they enjoyed crossdressing. Usually, the crossdresser is pre-adolescent, the garment first worn is owned by a female family member or friend, and it's almost always done in secrecy. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Crossdressers gotta be crossdressing. For me, just getting my hands on that black pantyhose and then sliding it up my prepubescent hairless leg left me with such a delightful thrill. I felt wonderful, almost euphoric. I still get flashes from that first feeling, but nothing beats that memorable first experience. Look, I hate labels, though because as people, we are all special. You can't group someone into one spot with other people. But if you must put me into some category, then you can classify me as a heterosexual male that dresses up in clothes that are generally and currently not socially acceptable for my sex. Whatever the hell that means. Just because I do identify as a heterosexual male does not mean I have only been in heterosexual relationships. Look, it took some heavy self-exploration to figure out who I am and what it is that I like. Self-exploration, I can tell you, can be fun and necessary. Maybe other cross-dressers will share the same sentiment, but personally, I'm attracted to femininity in all shapes and forms. I feel you can't adequately discuss cross-dressing without also discussions of sexual orientation and sexual attraction. I won't touch on the subject of sexual orientation and sexual attraction too much in this episode due to time constraints, but we will discuss that in more detail in a future episode. So please be aware that cross-dressers are all different in what it is they like. So stop calling cross-dressers gay. It's not true for all of us. Also, stop using the word gay as a way to mean someone. It's stupid and makes you sound stupid. So it all comes back to why did I create this? Why did I even write this podcast? Why do I even do this podcast? Well, I wouldn't say I have a passion to cross-dress, but I definitely have an affinity for it. I don't cross-dress full-time, but if I could, maybe I would. As of right now, though, it's a fun hobby that I indulge in temporarily and I continue to learn more about myself when dressed as just though. Instead, I focus on my bigger passion, which lies in helping others. That's why I work in the medical field. I currently provide help as a full-time medical professional, but with the podcast, I hope to provide whatever support I can for cross-dressers who feel alone and misunderstood. There's a lot of resources out there for LGBTQ members, but for cross-dressers, I haven't found anything specific for us. Perhaps because people are ignorant about what cross-dressing actually is, and people mistakenly group cross-dressers under other categories. Cross-dressers may fit somewhere under the umbrella term of LGBTQ, 
and it will take some soul-searching if you cross-dress to figure out where you stand, but some cross-dressers, like myself, are heterosexual, and there's no letter H for heterosexual in LGBTQ. Growing up confused and uncertain of why I took so much pleasure in liking wearing women's clothes was tough for me, because I felt out of place. What made it worse was I got into a long-term relationship with a woman who pretended to support Giselle and my cross-dressing, but in reality, actually resented me for it. I was duped, felt isolated, and hurt. People should never have to feel like they cannot be themselves. Our own individuality is what makes us interesting people. I mean, if we can't be ourselves, who are we really? I want to enjoy life in all shapes and forms, and when I am Giselle, I embrace that part of me. I hate having to pretend someone I am not, and what people want me to be. To put up a front is so time-consuming, and at the end, the only one who's really hurt is myself. In the past, I've spoken to cross-dressers who cannot reveal their cross-dressing to loved ones because of fear, shame, or guilt, but I hope with this podcast, those cross-dressers need not be afraid any longer. This episode and future ones will hopefully show that cross-dressing is not as scary as one might think. It also goes beyond just wearing the clothes meant for the opposite sex. Cross-dressing allows us to be free and showcase yet another facet of humanity. So I invite other cross-dressers and their significant others to offer their experiences with cross-dressing on this podcast. Of course, only if they want to share. Don't mistake my message as all cross-dressers need to be public. Not at all. If you want to keep your cross-dressing life private and behind closed doors, then you have that right. I just want to prevent other cross-dressers from feeling shame in their cross-dressing. In fact, I say embrace your uniqueness because there's no one else out there like you. And for those who are new to cross-dressing, maybe learned a few things so far. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think of this podcast? Is it helpful? Did you learn anything? Let me know as I want to help bring more awareness to cross-dressing and I'll do whatever I can to help. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening to this first ever Cross Yas podcast. Hope you stay tuned for future episodes. If you liked what you hear, please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and maybe share your story. If you also have suggestions on what topics you guys would like to, for me to cover, let me know. I plan on having even more guests come on and talk about their experiences with cross-dressing. Perhaps you love this podcast, maybe you hate it. That's okay. Tell me what I can do to make it better. I'd love to hear your feedback. Till next time, my lovely listeners, keep it fresh, remain blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything, but I'm here to offer my story. And I hope that in turn, you learn more about me, maybe learn more about yourself, and it teaches you a little more about the world of cross-dressing.